Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bird Brothers Podcast. I don't know magical skills, but I'm here today with somebody who does, my good friend, the Condor. How are you doing, Condor? Oh, you know, happy 4th of July to people. We're recording this technically the day before 4th of July, but I guess by the time this is uploaded, it'll be after 4th of July. But regardless, happy 4th of July to all our American fans, to all the other fans. Happy regular day of happy anime podcast well we should we should thank our or tell our canadian fans happy canada day it's a couple days before yes. happy before, boxing so, day uh it's, it's not boxing day it's just called canada day it's happy the boxing July. day happy boxing I hope, day i hope okay. that you guys are able to move to nice houses safely on boxing day yes yes indeed yes. indeed my and boxing day will be in a, like a month Ooh. Listen, listen, I'm going to give you guys a big offer right now. If you find the store that I work at, I will give you $50 off your transaction for Boxing Day. Dang. Only on boxes, though. Only on boxes. Okay. Nothing else. Okay. okay. Is this is this just cardboard boxes, or does this also count to, like, plastic box tote type things? I will allow those. I will allow it. Okay. Okay. So, hey, you need to organize your closet, find Condor's job, get get. $50 off the transaction, you know? That's right. That's right. I'm going to yeah. give you $50 off because I'm a good guy. That's yeah, right. Yeah, the best guy. Only for the Bird Brother fans. That's the, yes. that's how you know. Listen, this is how – if you find me, all right? Listen, if you find me, you got to do the secret message. The secret message yeah. is – Really loudly in the middle of the store. Not only will everyone think you're a freaking stupid weirdo, but I'll know it's you. So that way I can. And he will return the caca favor for you. I won't do that. No. No, no. Not in public. I have a reputation. <laughs> reputation. Okay. You have to risk your reputation to get that $50 discount. Okay. Yeah. It's just a part of the test if you really want to save money. Okay. You know, I'm, I think that's a fair, that's a fair cause, wouldn't you say? A, I think so. I think you're being quite fair about it. Oh, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, it's been a while since we uh, we recorded. You know, or you've been up to playing any cool games there, Falcon or Reno? Oh, uh, let's see. What have I played these last couple weeks? Um, I started a game I've had for a bit called Valtherian Arc. Yeah, that's the right name. It's like a city builder or like school builder RPG kind of deal. So you've got uh, you become the principal of this like school to train adventurers. And uh, you can set up classrooms and stuff. Very like basic. Very familiar. I think I saw. It's it like an anime this game. Uh, it's not based off an anime. No. No, um, no it's not based it's, off it's an anime. Like anime graphics. It, yeah. Anime graphics. Yeah. I think I've seen a trailer for this actually. It's it's usually on sale a lot. I think I bought the retail version like full price for twenty bucks. What so is it? It's not like expensive. Uh, Valtherian Arc. Valtherian Arc. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's like it's really basic. Like, oh, build a new classroom, build a new. Yeah, I remember this. Uh, But then you take those students you're training and put them out on missions to get experience and whatnot. Um, And the missions are usually really short in a short field. They're not like great. You've got like an attack button and a special attack button. Woo! Um, And it's not been very hard. uh, But I've been enjoying it. What little I've played. I think I'm on chapter. Did I just finish? Yeah, I just finished chapter two. I'm on chapter three of like six. I think. but it's been fun. I've been enjoying it. Uh, I started picking up progress on Story of Seasons Friends of Mineral Town. And so I'm doing the Platinum Run. I've played a little bit of that some to get that moving along 
a little long. Speaking uh, of farming so. games, I managed to try Harvest Moon One World the other day. Oh, what do you think about it? I actually really don't like it. A lot of people do not. So the re- the reason uh is because basically, so it's cool that you can like travel between like travel the world and mm-hmm. like you can basically you bring your own farm with you there and do mm-hmm. stuff right but you literally get like so many different seeds like just like just by like talking to like harvest sprites because they're like everywhere on the world mm-hmm. map and you can just like talk to them and get <clears> them <throat> so i literally did the first thing i did and as soon as i get all the seeds i just start planting them right but you know what the worst part of the game is just What's walking that? around costs stamina yeah i don't know why they did that that was the dumbest decision when i played it I was like, what is this? I'm like, why am I losing stamina? I mean, I get that. I mean, it, it logically makes sense, but like in a game, it does not make sense. Like, it would make sense of like, oh, if you sprint for over this amount of time, you start losing stamina because you're tiring out. But yeah, just like leisurely walking, it's just like, all right, well, you did nothing but walk today. So half your stamina is now gone. It's like, wait, what? That's what yeah, exactly. About. Now, something like that would be like, okay, if they like put a way around it, like, oh, hey, you can press this button to just teleport home. I think there was a game like that. I think Magical Melody did that. If I remember. Yeah. I don't really remember. Or there's no time limit anymore, like for like the days, you know? Yeah. That'd be, but like this, like losing stamina just by walking around is just like super weird. Uh, so I only played about like two, three hours of the game, and I'm just like, all right, I've had my fill. I'm not a big fan. Harvest Moon has really just fell down ever since, you know, that big split. But we got Story of Seasons now, so that's all good. Yeah. I'm excited because at the end of this month, they're finally bringing Pioneers of Olive Town to PlayStation. So mm-hmm. that'll be fun to play as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've also played, I also played a game. I beat it. You know, I, you know, if you are a fellow Donkey Enjoyer, you should know the best game in the world called Knack. Okay. So I played and beat Knack. It How'd was a go? game. It was a game. Uh, I've not heard good things. No, uh, no, it's actually. Uh, I played. So the the uh, the voice acting for the game is really good, and like the graphics. So when you load up the game, you can play on like two different ways. It's like high graphic mode or high frame rate mode. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, you could probably tell which each mode does. The high graphics give like uh, good graphics for the cutscenes and everything, and mm-hmm. high frame rate makes everything like run smoother. I just played in high graphic mode because I've been playing on my PS5, so I obviously don't got to worry about really any of that. But uh, the, I mean, the cutscenes were pretty fun. Uh, I, I felt like watching. It felt like you know how like the first you watched the first Sonic movie, right? Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like that where it's like, oh hey, we got to save the world, and this like weird creature thing is there to help us. He's our creation because basically, like, so there's these relics in the world. From like all around and basically uh the professor one of the main characters he found this big relic and that's how he made neck and neck can like get bigger as he gets more relics yeah. like you're going through the level you can find relics and you get like bigger and bigger to like beat the enemies so you'll go so like this let's say this enemy right and you're like really small it take like three punches to kill him but if you get bigger you get more relics he'll take two punches or finally just one punch or something yeah. eventually so that that aspect was pretty cool but i mean that's cool for like the first three or four chapters and then it's just kind of samey uh there's nothing it does really that's new it's kind of like you go you go through the level you do a little bit of platforming you beat up enemies you keep going you do that blah 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 uh other than that it's pretty samey if it's like your cup of tea then it's more power to you but I would probably just stop playing after four or five chapters, but I was already, I'm like, I'm just going to beat it. It was a short game. So I, I beat it. It was, it was, it was, you know, it was, it was okay time. It was actually a little challenging. I played it on normal. And the only reason why it's challenging because sometimes the enemies will hit you and they'll do like 
almost half your health bar and it's like really Ooh. unfair so you have to be like really careful uh i mean it was okay i mean i recommended to try it out i got it for free because i had playstation plus so i didn't like actually buy it or anything so i i did play that and i beat it recently so i also bought elden ring whoa because oh, i've been playing dark souls 3 and then i'm like i want to play elden ring and i played elden ring for a bit and it's really fun too it's really good I can see. I, I hope it actually gets game of the year because I actually really enjoyed all the time I've been playing with it. I haven't played that much of it, but it's like it's the game. The world is so massive. It's so big, and like it's a from software game, so it's really tough. So you got to be on your toes at all mm -hmm. time. You can't like be lax or anything. So it's pretty cool. And it, you know they added like summons you can add. So like there's these like different creatures you could summon. And like the first summon you get is like these three wolves. So you can like fight with like three wolves on your side. It's pretty cool for like the big battles, and they also added horse riding, and you can like fight on the horse as well. So it's it's pretty cool, uh, from what I've played so far. You know, I'm doing like a build where I have like two swords in hand, so it's like dual wield sword. Uh, but I can like switch to like a shield and a sword if I ever need to do something like that. So it's pretty neat. I'm enjoying it. It's still tough. It's like like when you go to the very first like big area, there's like this really big boss there, uh, and he can like really kick your ass like hard. So it's got to be sure to be careful. <laughs> but the question is, Condor, do you remember the from software JRPG from the PS3 Xbox 360 generation called Enchanted Arms? No. Oh, sad days. I remember renting it and it was pretty decent. I never got to finish it because I rented it, but you know, it was. Fun. I really feel like people didn't really notice some software until Dark Souls came out. Uh, they had a really big, like, cult classic game. They're the ones who did Armored Core, I believe. Yeah, so, like, they, they, the they also did like that. New. They also did that really crazy game about like the president and like mech robots. I think, right? Uh, maybe Metal Wolf Chaos. I think. Probably, I don't I know think that it, I've heard it, of that. It, I saw like a donkey video on it. It was pretty funny. So, but no, I haven't heard of that JRPG one on the PS3 at all. Uh, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, they did. They did make the Metal Wolf Chaos. Uh, the, I did. also have a. Uh, I have a PSVR game made by From Software that I really haven't played yet, but it's called Deracine. You play like a fairy trying to help these like students at this like orphanage and like trying to keep them from like, getting out of trouble and stuff. It looks really interesting, um, but I, I haven't got around to actually. That sounds the up. exact opposite of Dark Souls. Yeah, uh, uh, it's a first-person adventure game developed by From Software. The player takes the role of a fairy in an isolated boarding school who attempts to solve a mystery in virtual reality via the PSVR headset. Um, yeah, Whoa. it sounded cool. I found like it on sale and I picked it up, but I haven't wanted to set up my PSVR headset. So yeah. Yeah, it's hard. You'll have it's hard if you don't have the space for it. So and you know, you could easily hit the walls or something. Uh well this one you mainly sit down. It looks like you don't have to use like the motion controls. Uh yeah, the I kind of got annoyed. I downloaded this one PSVR game that I was really interested in, where you are take uh, you're like a photographer. Uh you do practice. Oh, uh, like yes. Pokemon beat. Snap. I have no well, uh It's called, I think, Focus on You. You're supposed to, uh, this, like, you play like a high school, and this girl at your school found out you're really good at photography, and she wants you to, like, take pictures of her. Um, and then there's, like, this kind of little storyline, like, built between them, kind of like, like a love kind of deal thing where they end up falling for each other. And I was trying to play it, but I couldn't get it to, you're supposed to, one part, give her a pinky promise that you're going to meet her, like, the next day to take pictures. And I couldn't get 
my the hand to move to make the peak no. progress and it wasn't telling me what to do so i'm like moving my controller like over thinking i have to like move the controller to do it that doesn't work if I, hit, I hit like every button i shook it i was doing whatever i could think of i walked closer nothing nothing happened and i was getting very annoyed and i uninstalled it and i went to like uh, a trophy hunter forum and i was like okay am i the only one who had this issue like well maybe just download it and read down install it i did that I tried playing with motion controls. They're like, oh, don't play with the motion controls. They're really buggy on this game. It's like, yeah. So I got out of the motion controls. I played with the controller. Like, it's not letting me do anything the game with it. You do the it just, like, stuck. And I was like, I literally cannot progress further in this game. But I kind of want to try that again. So maybe I'll download it. I don't think I've tried it on the PS5. So I'll just did, probably re-download you, it. Did you PS5 not find, like, the issue for it at all? Like, the fix? No. What I couldn't fuck? find out. I was even asking just, like, what buttons am I supposed to hit for? Am I supposed wow. to walk? Am I supposed because I was trying everything and I could not get it to work? And that so, yeah. sounds like one of the most more emotional parts of the game. And it's just like, haha, no pinky well, it's, promise. It's for the you. very beginning. She you work at like a coffee shop. It's like she sees oh, you the she day didn't before even, like, like to play the game. Yeah, you see her the day before, like you're taking pictures of like a park and you end up snapping a picture of her when you're looking for something else. And then she has to see it. You show it to her, then she shows up at the coffee shop you work at the next day asking if you'll take these pictures of her. She's wanting to like feel more confident about herself and she can't take good pictures. So she helps. She has like good pictures. She'll have that self-confidence or whatever. So you're like, sure. Yeah, I'll do that. And you go to give her a pinky promise. I, it wouldn't let me do it. It's like, I don't, I didn't even get like an hour <laughs> into the game. And it's not oh like, me move further. what is this game called? Uh, Focus on you. Focus on you. Yeah. Oh, like I feel like I've, this is a really well rated game. Mm-hmm. It's also on PlayStation four. Did you play it on the PS4? Yeah, I think I tried it on my PS4 Pro. I don't think I've tried it on my PS5, so I may, I may do that today. I don't have plans for today. Maybe I'll hook up my PSVR headset and I'll try it again uh, today to see if I can progress. Definitely seen this game on the PlayStation Store. Yeah, because they say it's only like a three to four hour game. It's not very long like most PSVR games. Um, so maybe I'll just do that. Maybe I'll see if I can get first, <laughs> finally progress further in that one. But yeah. I don't think it has a physical release, though, because I just looked it up on Amazon. No, it's just digital. And I didn't play it for a while after I bought it because there was an issue where when they did an update, it unpublished the trophies. So if you played it, you couldn't get the trophies for it. And it took them like a year and a half before they finally patched it in. I'm like, oh, because the the people who made it, I think, are a Chinese team. And uh, And, uh, they weren't understanding when people were like, there's no trophies for it. Like, no, there, there are trophies for it. They finally were able to, like, get it through to them what they were talking about. So, yeah. Uh, it's just, it's amusing to me. It's a $40 game. Yeah, and it has DLC, and the DLC is expensive. I did not pay $40 for it, because I knew how short it would be, so I waited till it was on sale. Yeah. Um, and the DLC is expensive, too. I forgot how expensive exactly, but yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's one of those, if you want to play it, wait till it's on sale. It's on sale fairly often. Do not pay $40 for it. Um, yeah. yeah. I got two trophies. I got one because I made her the cafe drink she wanted successfully and uh oh and then when making her coffee request you can not make her the right drink two times in a row when you get one so i i got one for giving her the right coffee and then not giving her the right coffee so hooray so you managed to make her a coffee but you can't give her a pinky promise but i can't give her a pinky promise oh <laughs> um, yeah anyway uh only other thing i really played was uh i played some more eso lately because i've been playing eso you know I don't. I that's really it for me. Well, hey, you know, I guess we should finally move on to the topic of we should, today. We should. Ah, just kidding. We're not going to do that because you know what they released last week and technically today? 
Ruby, maybe? Ruby anime! Whoa. Whoa, that's right. So today's technically the first episode of the Ruby Ice Queendom anime premieres okay. like, today officially. But like they did a rele- early release of the first three episodes. And I assume you watched it because you gave me that comment the other day about it, right? Oh, no, I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched it yet? No. What the heck? You need to watch it. <laughs> What I figured we'd be watching it for the podcast, fan. so I'm kind of like, I'll just wait till we cover it for the podcast. Not uh, fine, okay. You're missing out. Fake Ruby fan, whatever. You, I'm you should that with know. a lot of shows I want to watch. I really want to watch the second, the new season of Comey, but I'm also like, I know for a fact we're covering that for the podcast. So I'm just Is gonna that wait. what you're choosing for next no, week? No, no. I don't think it's done yet. I think it's still going. Um, I think it's done actually on Netflix. Oh, I don't know. I remember saying, I remember seeing that they really announced a, a, an announcement at the end of a okay. something about like they're bringing stuff to like Blu-ray. I think they're bringing it to Blu-ray release. Like Ooh, you said, I'd probably buy yeah. that. That'd be one I'd like to have. Yeah, that's cool. Let me let me actually check if that's done yet. Call Possibly. No, I have a different show, and I think it's a show. I think you've heard of it because I think you're the one who told me about it. But we'll find out. In a while, no, I, I, then I guess I won't give my Ice Queendom review now for the first three episodes, uh, because I'll have to wait until uh, just give me like a one word thing good, bad, okay. Oh my it god, was, it's amazing! It was really amazing, but the one problem is pacing, that's about it. Mm. Yeah, that's to be expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all, all right. I'm gonna say. I don't want to get into too many details. I guess we should talk about yeah. the actual show we're watching for this week. That's right. So I chose this show for this week. Uh, it was it's been an anime that I've heard about a lot from this podcast I watch, and you know the people. One person says he really loves this anime. It's one of his favorite animes, actually. So I wanted to give it a watch. Uh, we watched Mishoko Tensei: Jobless Woo! Reincarnation, Season One. All 23 episodes. I did not watch the OVA because it was not on Crunchyroll. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. I just watched the 23 episodes. I know there was an OVA. I, I thought it was going to be 26 episodes. And I was on like episode 19. And I'm like, yeah. yeah oh, I, I thought it was 23 episodes. I'm like, oh, okay. That's fine. I watched the first 20, uh, 21 episodes up through Friday. And then Saturday, I was like, oh, sweet. I'll just have like a three to four hour episode run of like the rest of it. Cool. And then it's like, oh no, I literally had two episodes. <laughs> it's like two episodes. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. All right. Then I finished Stranger Things afterwards. Well, congratulations uh, on that. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, but when we watched Bushoko Tensei, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, honestly, you know, it's it was a really good, it's a really good isekai. It's a really good show, honestly. Uh, it does a lot of things right with the isekai genre and just the fantasy genre as general, but we'll get more into that later. Uh, this was basically my first experience with it, and both me and Falcon, we both watched it dubbed. And ironically, today, as of recording this, they're having the Convention Anime Expo uh, in America, and uh, they're actually revealing in the trailer for season two of Mushoku Tensei today. So, I wish I wish they would have released it earlier, so we could have you know talked about it a bit like after, like what we hope for the future. Well, we can always talk about that at the end still, but you know. Uh well why don't we uh basically let me let me give you guys a little description of the show. So we basically got this guy and he basically dies. I actually don't remember how he dies. It's so kind of funny. Do how did he die? Did, did we Truck see that? Coon. Oh, that's so right. apparently from what I read online, this was the first light novel to have the Isekai protagonist die by a truck. So this is like the originator of the truck coon meme for all the Isekai like future. This is the originator of I actually yeah. didn't know that. So I guess he dies by a truck. And he gets reincarnated as a, as a basically a newborn baby in another world. He sees and one in the dark, and then he pops on out of a lady, and it's like, whoa. 
That's okay. right. And his first comment is, "Whoa, my mom has really beautiful. Look at her boobs. Whoa." Oh gosh, I I was very like put off by, it, but also All like right. I right, like, go, but also kind of like it was slightly funny, but at the same time like. Really, no, you're it, just like he's, he's like, well, funny. this lady's huge. Look at how big her tits are. And he's like, wait, I'm a baby. Hey, I get to suck on those for free. I'm not gonna complain. I was like, oh my god. Like, I, was like, I was like, oh my god. Um, that's funny. I think that I think that was funny. It, it was slightly amusing, but then I was also slightly put off by. It. I was like, ah, was uh, very, should I laugh? Should I be feeling. disgusted? I'm so yeah. gay. I hate myself. Ah. Yeah. Was, but uh, but basically, moment. the main character, uh, I forget, what was his name originally? Oh, I, I have did a we even hear his name originally? No, I think we did. It just says former uh, self, like everywhere I look at it. It's the former self and then his like current name for the show. Uh, oh, it does say, you're right, it does say an unnamed 35-year-old Japanese neat. I yeah. guess he doesn't have his name. But his name, so basically this 34-year-old man gets reincarnated as a baby and he gets the new identity called Rudius Rats. Uh, yeah. and it's pretty cool because he still like has like the knowledge of like all of his adultness back from, uh, when he was, you know, uh, back in his previous life. So he's not like technically starting over. He still like has like, the knowledge to like interact with people still, but you know, he's like a baby. Uh, so you think yeah. he'd be able to talk like right away, but obviously not. And this is something I think that's really cool about the show is it basically has its own language. You know, they, they have basically have their own language. So if you remember the first episode, he, they're like speaking a language that uh, the main character doesn't understand, yeah. but you know he learns it as he grows up. You know, mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool. And and uh, and you know he actually gets invested in like so. Basically, um, I'm getting ahead of myself. So basically, this anime is basically following the life of this man who gets reincarnated and like as he like grows up and gets older. So it's yeah, I it's really like it's that, about you know? him trying not to waste like a second chance at life. Essentially, is kind of how he presents it. That's basically to that's make basically something of himself yeah. this time. Oh yeah. Um, well, and I like that the characters. Yeah. What do you like? I'm sorry. Uh, I was gonna say I really like the aspect of him still like knowing what, like, kind of having the memories of his past life because it makes sense for why he gets overpowered. It's not like he just got teleported to a new world and all of a sudden he has like tremendous magical potential. Like he's just starting a lot younger mm-hmm. than other people in the world because he can figure out how to read and teach himself before he technically should be able to. Um, which I think is was a fun twist on it. Which but you, also, did, like, you said you yeah. didn't like that. No, I, I don't like it when it comes to how he handles the perverted moments of it. The rest of it, I don't mind. Because it's very much just like, he's like, oh, I could probably figure out how to how to understand this language. So he's at like two, and he's figured out how to read the language and stuff. Uh, which I thought was interesting. I didn't care for when he's like, too, and he's concerned about stealing panties of everybody. Praise the yeah. panties. Praise the what, panties. Oh, shoot. What did he call it? What did he call his master's I underwear? I don't, I remember. don't remember. I don't remember either. Um, but he had like that name for it. Um, yeah, anyway. That's what that's I'm okay. We'll probably that's talk about okay. that more later because that's been like the big issue people who don't like the show have with the show. It's the, it's the main issue with the show. Yeah. Say, yeah. Um, Why don't we get into the characters? Why don't we talk about a little perverted main character, huh? Yo, our boy Rudius. There he is. Look at him. I do like his character design. Look I think it's a really solid design. Shorts. Holy crap! There I mean, he's good. got the the stereotypical like British like school academy uniform. British. Shorts. I mean, haven't you ever seen like a show with like British school kids? Their shorts are always like above their knee. Yeah, like, I played really the Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like I really like his design though because it's 
it like scream is kind of like stereotypical kids clothes while being unique enough to stand out and i, I kind of like that i like his shoes too he has really cool shoes yeah i i think the clothes that they have in this other world is really nice and he is kind of like his family is a little like rich so he obviously can afford such good lavishry uh stuff so i wouldn't say they were rich they were just better off than the people in their area yeah no they they mentioned that they're better off yeah like they they, like they can sustain themselves but they can't do anything big so they're kind of rich i guess middle class probably yeah there's that one part where he's like we have money for me to go to school right can't we pay for someone's too and like we do not have money for her (laughs) it's like we don't have that much money like we can send you off if you wanted to go, but not 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 your friend. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, they're they're fine. They they're able to have a maid. Uh, they do have a maid. Yes, I like the maid. She was a fun character. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll talk more about our fun, our favorite personal characters after the main character. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this is Rudius. This is Rudius. This is the boy. I'm really split on Rudius because I like everything about him except his pervertedness but the pervertedness shows up so much of the time that i'm just like rudy what are you doing like in the early life but like it kind of drops off like in like the halfway part they yeah. kind of just drop off because you know there's some stuff going around you know mm-hmm. so it's cool that he can like take that moment away to like focus on the importance instead of being perverted but you know if you're having a casual life you can kind of focus on whatever you want so it's yeah. kind of it's kind of it's not warranted but it's understandable yeah that you, you see his more perverted tendencies. And to be fair, you know, he's he's a guy who originally in his previous life always stayed in, he didn't have that much interaction with yeah. the with males. And he probably saw a lot of, he played a lot of anime games. He played a lot of JRPGs. He played a lot of just different yeah, we, games. We also so, see in the flashback that the reason he got hit by the truck was because his siblings kicked him out because instead of going to his parents' funeral, he was fapping to hentai. So, you know, that, that, that kind of tells you all you need to know about his past life. <laughs> Um, uh, now the first episode is all coming back to me just because you said that i actually yep, completely forgot yep. about that oh my mm-hmm. god yikes you're right oh yeah. lord that's not fun nope Ooh. nope Ooh. Oh, well I mean, you know that was before he got reincarnated so yeah i i, I can't say i forgive that but it's it's uh it's a choice it's a choice all right i will say though like a lot of his other issues i kind of like the fact he got put back as a kid because a lot of the issues he had, if a kid has those issues, it's not a big deal. So it gives him time to kind of like develop and get past develop it. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, a, a natural a teacher. Yeah. Like in the beginning, uh, like he was afraid to leave the house at all. Like it's been like, he would go out to like the yard, but he wouldn't necessarily leave the yard kind of deal. It's, like So basically what happens and I guess we can get into it now. Cause it's not like a big deal is we actually yeah. see more. we see it a little bit in the beginning, in the mm-hmm. middle, but we see more of it at the end of season one, where basically uh, I guess he kind of like tried to st- stand up for himself mm-hmm. and he kind of got like bullied for it. And then he literally got like stripped down naked and made fun of and like tied to a pole where everyone can laugh at him and that's a pretty yeah. scarring event you know i, I mean I, yeah. I understand honestly if that would happen to me i i don't i don't i wouldn't become like him but i'd probably like want to stay indoors for like at least a few days or a week at most just to like yeah recover from like such an ordeal like something like that is really like really scarring so but I, what happened was, I guess uh, he, the the thing is, and this is something that really coincides with the end of the show, where no one he didn't really have like that motivation to like go out and like try to fix and try to become a better person than it, and try to like yeah. get over that fear, you know. But but thanks to his teacher, you know, he realizes that not everyone laughs at him, mm-hmm. you know. Like he's he's just he's just a normal person, and no one cares. And because of that, mm-hmm. he gets the ability to finally go out outside again. I actually, yeah, I really like that too. It was really good. 
a lot of the, because I, I, I remember going into the, before going into the show, I know that the anime was about the main character, like, growing up as a child and, like, you know, stuff like that. So uh, I thought the beginning was going to be really, like, kind of boring until we got to the action part. But actually, I thought all the beginning episodes were really solid. I agree. Opinion. I thought, yeah, yeah, without all the, like, perverted bits, I really enjoyed the beginning of it. It was really fun to see yeah. how he would change and grow and whatnot and how everyone in the world kind of perceived him how he how he learned magic like at the age of two he could do like wordless <laughs> counting magic. that was pretty I, cool i i don't know why i love it so much because it's not that important but i love the scene where he is first figuring out how to make like the water bubble and uh because he finds out in this world supposedly they think everyone's born with like a certain amount of like mana but he's like i don't think that's real like right i think you would be able to grow and so he's constantly trying to figure it out but he finds out he has such little man at the beginning he like makes the water bubble and then he passes out and the water bubble just falls on his pants and they just assume he peed himself while he fell asleep and like yeah. i don't know why but i just thought that was hilarious and i was dying it's like he's all like upset about it it's like that's not what happened but he doesn't have like the confidence to tell them that's not what happened it was i don't know i just found that was i thought it was funny i don't know why i did but that, that, that is pretty funny but it, i kind of like how it brought in the limitations he's like cool let me try this again oh i can't whoops you know and it's like he hasn't figured out what all he can do like given his age and what his like physical capabilities are yet so they, they have moments like that that were just kind of funny to me um but yeah, oh yeah, but I mean, Rudius is a really good character in the aspect of him becoming wanting to grow. I mean, yes, this pervertedness is kind of like it makes him a realistic character, I guess, because you know, in real life, there are people who are probably perverted like that, not openly. I mean, I guess he's not really open about it. I mean, every time someone tries to catch him on, he gets embarrassed on it, but yeah. you know, it makes him more realistic because for his like nicer qualities, there are, there's times when he wants to grow, like there are decisions he has to make, and he decides. Because he remembers from his past life, like stuff that happened, and because of yeah. that, he'll like grow over. Like, hey, this is my second chance. I'm gonna like be. I'm gonna try to be better at it. That way, I won't be like upset or uh, disappointed in myself for the choices I make. So that that really makes him an interesting character. Yeah. That he's not like repeating repeating the same mistakes that he made in his previous life. You know, because again, going back to the incident that happened, the beginning of it, I can completely understand him staying home. Uh, yeah. but like after like a month or something, like you gotta like you gotta do something. You can't just stay in your room for years and years, yeah. and years, you know. So that it's weird, but because of that fact that he you know he gets a second chance, he gets to grow up again. You know, it makes him an interesting character when all, with all the situations he faces. So mm -hmm. I really like him as a main character. I think he's really good. Mm -hmm. What about you? Or is the pervertedness too much? You hate him? I don't hate him. Uh, the pervertedness takes him down like a few notches for me because I feel like it's just overdone, really. Like I would say overdone. Yeah, but then I also I've seen like, overdone. This is I kinda, overdone. I kind of also understand that like his dad is literally telling him as like a seven year old to like look forward to like sleeping. Like the dad makes some comment about Sylphie, I think, to him at some point. But like, oh, just imagine what she's gonna be like in a few, like, the, the dad's kind of, like, telling him all this stuff. He, the dad writes him a letter on part, still being like, hey, remember I cheated on your mom? I might still be doing it. Hopefully she doesn't find out again. And just kind of, like, he, he doesn't really have the best role model in the new world either to, like, look up to in that regard. Paul's definitely not a good role model. Yeah. Um, Paul! 
<laughs> I love when he goes like that. Yeah. He just in such a sad, like, disappointed way. Like, he's like the father yeah. of Paul or something. But the I, fact I he's mature enough, why... he knows. He's like, he's really not a good person to be my father. I, oh, I, Paul. I, I think like, the reason why Paul is like that is because he understands that Rudius himself is like an adult. In a sense, yeah. not like actually a kid, so that's why he can like talk to Rudius as an adult, you know. Yeah, well, they even said like as a baby, he didn't cry. Like he didn't no, cry he didn't. because he's old enough to know that they're gonna take care of him because that's what you do with kids, you know. It's so, like he didn't really worry about anything because he knew he'd be covered. Um, but yeah, uh, I did like too though that Lily other maid was always like, I was always thought you were like demon possessed because you kept leering at me with like really like yeah, perverted it, it, like it, looks, and I was like, oh my fun. god, that yeah. was funny. That was, like, funny. that was funny, but I was still is like, ah, here's this guy who's like literally not even a year old, just like giving her these looks like, oh yeah, look at you. Uh, okay. oh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's why I feel like it's just like overdone to an extent, but he does start growing out of it or at least like maturing enough to know that like he can't focus on it as much. Well, uh, think, think, so of, think, of, it, think of it like this. Think of it like this. If you, it's like he has a new toy or something. Basically, yeah. you know, if you have a new toy, a new item, you're going to want to play with it for a while, right? Here's Rudius in this new world, and uh, you know he's like, "Oh boy, I have another chance at life. I could be perverted." You know, he's going, he's going to like pervert like that at the beginning, yeah. but then it kind of like calms down a bit as he gets older. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's uh, that's where I give him props for is like it it very much cuts down. And from what I've heard, the people who have read all the light novels, they do say like that he really tones down. So that's well, why, considering I'm like, what happens at the end of season one, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of like, and I don't he did technically have hate him for it. Yeah. Um. I do give that one a little bit of a pass because it does equate that like one of them was in that world, like an adult officially. And he was only like a year and a half or so away from being an adult. So I'm like, I don't, it was consent as badly as long as it was consent and both parties were with it, then it's completely fine. In my opinion, I mean, I'm not saying that like if like in real life, a 50 year old and a 16 year old consented with each other, you know, that's wrong. The age is too gap, but you know, they were close enough in age. They knew each other. So that's completely fine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and I also like opening it is, up a landmine with that sentence. So hopefully not. But it is also medieval times, and I know like in medieval times it wasn't as big of a deal. So it kind of gets like a little bit of a pass too. Be like, oh, well, in that time frame, it wasn't. That really wasn't a big deal. Um, but yeah, that's just the only thing. Otherwise, I, I think he's a solid character for the most part. Um, I'm really curious to see how what he's like in season two because I kind of like I like the whole setup for him. I was just very disappointed in the beginning and several times throughout when he just had like moments that i thought were just like a little too over the top i always like that i like i mean he made some he made a lot of mistakes like especially yeah with uh, after like the big incident that happens like halfway yeah. you know you probably know what i'm talking about and we I know talk you're talking about, about yeah. it later yeah but you know he's he still he's a realistic character he's he's i mean my favorite character will still always be subaru from reason i think he's the most yeah. realistic character i've ever seen portrayed in like an anime but uh honestly rudy's here comes as a close second honestly mm-hmm. Like I, I I will like the so there was like this episode where him and his father have like a falling out and things are like really bad and then like the next episode it's like focuses like reconciling them and you know I actually got really emotional I was really happy to see like them like just like hugging it out and like talking and understanding I really loved it so that's really yeah. realistic that these people have like these realistic problems and stuff and I can like relate to it you know it's cool to see yeah so that's why I like I that too but cool. I figure we hit that more probably later on as to what that was actually about um. 
But uh, anything else we want to say about Rudius, or do we want to move on to another? Uh, we can move on to the next character. Okay. Do we want to go with the teacher? Or... I would go with the teacher by okay. order of introduction. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, but I wanted to confirm with you. Uh, so this is Roxy. She yeah, is she's a demon. She is a demon. So something else I want to mention. So I, I said in the beginning earlier that uh, basically, you know, uh, Rudius got reincarnated into this world and he had to learn the language again. Mm-hmm. But like later in life, he chooses to uh, learn other languages because this world has other languages. It has demon language, beast language. There was one dragon other. language. Dragon language. There we go. So he like it's really cool that this world, this world, like uh, the one thing, one of the best things about uh, Mushoku Tensei, I will say, is definitely the world building. That mm-hmm. it's like really good and it's really well done to like see how everything is good and like honestly, it didn't really feel confusing at at one point at all like everything was like explained really good and it was nice to see like all the different locations and everything and like learn about everything like you didn't really have to give like each different kind like you know a language but they did and it's really cool to see that you know that they went out of their way to do something like that so i really Mm -hmm. appreciate that for this anime it's really cool and it's really it really makes me happy to like learn more about the world it makes me excited it might be it's not my favorite isekai obviously that's re-zero but this might be literally the best isekai out there because of world building in my opinion yeah i mean like and it makes sense they have different languages because they literally are going to different continents they go to what uh, probably like three or four different continents throughout this first season alone um so yeah it, it makes sense that like oh the demons mainly live on this continent so they speak their own language and the beast people are over here and they kind of have their own thing um yeah i enjoyed it um but yeah she is a demon and the, uh they find out rudy has magic talent early on because he's been practicing magic without them knowing and he kind of does this yep. like one big spell that like tears out part of the wall in the house like what happened and they saw that he was using like an intermediate spell at age what like four i think i think it was age four yeah yeah uh and they're like well he's already using an intermediate spell and the mom's all happy because she was a cleric and the dad's like but we were gonna teach him the sword too and it's like well okay you still can teach him swordsmanship but he apparently is good with magic um so they hire a t- magic tutor for him and that is roxy um, that is indeed is, roxy uh, I forgot her starting rank, but she's the somewhat like medium kind of level water wizard. I don't really um, remember the ranks that much, but they didn't really explain it either. We just know by the end of it, she's like the no, top. No, they rank. did. They did explain it like at one yeah. point. I think uh, uh, they, very quickly. Like it. it was kind of like they just kind of like brushed over it. It was kind of like yeah. oh, it's da 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 da. Um, I assume it'll probably be coming to play a little bit later in this the series, probably season two or something. Yeah, and uh, I like I like her a lot. She at first is very yeah. unamused that she's gonna be teaching a four-year-old because I, she just wouldn't assumes, you wouldn't I mean, you yeah. Yeah, and she's exactly. like oh another case of they saw their kid do a spell and up oh, they're gonna be great and then she's like oh no this this kid is like four and silently casting spells like i can't even do that like that shouldn't be possible you have to say the spell like it's like what are you doing um but uh i really liked her a lot she was a lot of fun uh, he also oh, yeah. has she a, was really a crush good. on her because he thinks she's cute and you know, um, steals their panties. Yeah, and he steals wor- panties. worships them. That's like his most sacred treasure, or whatever. His most sacred treasure. Um, there's, there's a funny part I want to mention later with that, but uh, I, I think I think I know what part you're you talking def- about. You definitely know what part I'm talking uh, about. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roxy's also, really fun. Uh, I really like her. her. She, she her, had her own little episode. She actually, uh, <laughs> she has a spinoff uh, manga actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, because I was at I was at a. Uh, 
Newberry Comics on Wednesday, and I was actually I looked at the CF Mushoku Tense. They had a manga because I only I only figured out a light novel, not a manga. It does have a manga, and I saw it had Mushoku Tensei, and then it had Mushoku Tensei, and it said Roxy on it. And I took out the cover, and it was obviously Roxy on it. So I, I'm not sure if the Roxy episode we got, I assume it was from, originally from the light novel, but they probably went to more detail within the manga. But uh, what I wanted to say was the Roxy episode we had because we had like a Roxy centric episode was really good as mm-hmm. well. Uh, I really liked it. I got emotional. It was really good. I don't know. This anime just made me cry. Not cry. Like cry good tears, you know, happy tears. Yeah. I, 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 it, that's really hard for an anime for me to do unless I get like really invested in it. I was really invested in Musho Kotensei watching it. So I really like, there's not really a character I hate in this show. Uh, I think about it. You know, I don't think should, so. Everyone's Even just, the characters it, it, I disliked really grew on me by the end of it. Yeah, they're by really the like, realistic. Being there, like, they really grew on me. Like, um, Paul. <laughs> he's probably still on, like, the bottom end for me, but I wouldn't say, like, I hate him. I kind of, like, get him. Like, it's like, by the end, it's like, I understand where he's coming from. Still not my favorite person in the world. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I like Roxy. She was very responsible, very level-headed. Uh, she doesn't like being called short because she's very short. Um, isn't being short yes but don't she never her goes home to now. her parents oh my goodness roxy go no. home to your parents well, yeah go home to your parents yes they miss Do it you right now like um, episode 18 yeah well go go for it go um, right now but i really liked her and i like the fact that when she's taught rudy it's all she feels like she can she like i mean you're at this point like just as good as me like i can't keep teaching i can't yeah. teach you stuff anymore um and she's like, you should go to this magic school. They can teach you everything. Um, and you think that's going to be the goal of the show. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of bummed that wasn't the goal of the show for, for a little bit. I was like, I feel like it would have gotten, it it uh, gotten even more like slice of life if that was the case. You know? It would have it would have continued like the pace of the first half of it just being like a very kind of like slice of life focus show as opposed to turning into more of an adventure. Oh, which yeah. I don't know that I would have complained about. Uh, no, I don't think I would have either. All right. Uh, anything else we want to say about Roxy, or shall we? We can move on, on to Eris. All righty. So next up is Eris. She is what I think like nine when we first meet her. And I she think so. is she's like Rudy's like, like cousin or cousin. I yeah, yeah. cousins. Oh boy. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh oh. I mean, it's medieval times. Uh, but yeah, because they they both have the same last name. They've got like the different middle name. Is her last name Grey Rat? Yeah, she's uh, uh, Aris Boreas Grey Rat, and Rudy is Rudius Notos oh, Grey Rat. She is. And that's why they say like Rudy never says his like the middle name of his last name because for some reason I love you can't how they really say it. I love because how he's the, kind of like hunted or whatever. I love how the Wikipedia says literally says she is a Sundari character. Yes, hilarious. I mean, she is. <laughs> I do is not she? agree with that. Kind of. Is she? I don't even know. You you do know Condor. What are you talking about? You know Sundaris very well. Do I know Sundaris very well? Does that make you me do a Sundari? That does not make you a Sundari. You just understand the Sundari. Okay. Okay. So um, I, yes. honestly, when Ares was first introduced, I thought she was just going to be like a, a, a thing from the past. Because basically what happens is how Rudius meets Ares is... Uh, Basically, I guess it's not really a spoiler, but basically Rudy has this friend and he wants to go to like magic school with her. And you know, he tells his dad he's going to work and he does this job. We has to tutor this girl on uh, Eris for like five years to be yeah. like 
really good mage. So I thought like, okay, after the five years are up, uh, we'll go back and finally go to the school and stuff. But obviously that didn't happen. We'll go yeah. more detail about that later. But, you know, honestly, I was really happy with what we saw from Eris, you know. Uh, we really, when we, when, when we get introduced to Eris and stuff, things get like really serious. That's when we see like the serious side of the world and stuff. Yeah. You know, like, it was really cool to see a lot of the actiony parts. So mm-hmm. I really liked it. Uh, other than her, she, she's, she's a very short tempered girl who at first she really hates learning and stuff. You know, every time she she didn't like it, she would punch Rudius in the face. Yep, and run away. Run away, um, to, like, run away to the hay. I don't know yeah. why, but hay, yeah. hay is for tsundere's i guess mm-hmm. for sure for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he he's able to figure out kind of like how to get her motivated to learning um yeah the whole deal is with the job was he couldn't come home for five years he had to stay there and and tutor her in magic um and that's where we find out a little bit about the last name it's like oh well you're yeah you're paul son this is his middle name uh but there's a guy who's like kind of ruling your your sort of territory they don't like paul so we don't they don't know you exist kind of deal uh, which uh, I feel like we'll probably come back up later on because they kind of like just brushed over it. I'm sure later. Oh, on it'll, de- it'll definitely come back. Uh, yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they like set that up a lot too. You know, yeah. they like setting it up before like everything bad happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually think the guy who had the bad thing happen, I think it's the person who doesn't like Paul. I kind of think it's the same. I kind of think when they said his full name, I think he had the same middle name. I could be wrong, um, but possibly that's what I remember. They kind of many, too many rats that are too many rats that are gray, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she at first doesn't really like Rudy. She doesn't know why a kid younger than her is her teacher. And then he gets mad that I think he just calls her like heiress or something, and then she gets mad that he's not treating her the respectful way of an elder or whatever. Um but yeah, uh he ends up being able to figure out how to teach her to learn, like the part where she can't dance and so the dancing teacher's like i really need more time with her can you give up a couple lessons of her every week so we have now more dance that was it. a good episode yeah and then he's like sure and then he figures out like well she just doesn't get it her she knows the moves but her pacing's all wrong so it's like he figures out she's really good at you know her sword training so it's like hey treat it like this treat it like a fate and when i'm about to hit you go here and so he's able to like kind of get her to get the rhythm down by thinking of it as like more of like a sword fight as opposed to just a dance which gets her all like nervous and uneasy um but I like her overall she definitely i feel is one of the characters who develops the most absolutely the beginning, i agree with that in the beginning she is just extremely bratty um and i felt her dub voice is very fitting for that she very much had like a bratty kind of like rich kid voice oh, she definitely had a bratty rich kid voice, I, was, 100%, I was like I it kind of gets on my nerves but it fits really well so i can't it like hate on. it i wish they really got on my nerves well. it fit her i didn't really got on my nerves yeah. though it did a little bit, but that's also because she was screaming all the time. And I was like, I can't oh, tell yeah. if it's the voice or just because she's screaming all the time. Um, but yeah, she, I feel like, is the character I feel definitely grew the most throughout this first season. I mean, I thought she was only going to be in here for like four or five episodes. Because the thing yeah, I I is, too. one of the things that I like about the show, but I also dislike about the show, is they introduce a lot of characters I really like, but they're all there for just like a short period of time. Like, oh, Arc 1 comes in and we meet Roxy, then that Roxy's out. And so. Then we have like a second arc with Sylphie, and then Sylphie kind of goes away. And I was like, oh, okay, so Eris is going to be here five, six episodes max, maybe. And then yeah, we yeah. someone else. And there's like, nope, she's here the rest of the time. And I was like, Yo, Whoa, I what? heard you like Sundares. Well, guess yeah. what? Sundares for the rest of the anime. Yeah. Um, but I like her overall. You find out she gets her sword training, just gets even better and better due to some people we meet later on. Gets, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed her by the end of it. At the start, I wasn't sure how I'd like her, um, but she definitely grew on me a lot. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I think she was a fun character. Oh, she, mm-hmm. I guess I didn't really like her that much in the beginning, but you know, as the show went on, yeah, we had to see more of her, and then all the experiences she went through as well. Her, her daddy and granddaddy like the Beast Girls. Yeah, they like the Beast yeah, Girls. The beast Who girls. doesn't like the Beast Girls? Okay, I got. I kind of loved, but also like facepalmed later on when they're talking to the guy who's kidnapping all the beast people. It was like, oh yeah, there's this family in whatever town that Ares grew up in. Oh, they'll pay like any kind of money for for beast kids. And I was like, oh no, we know exactly who they're talking about. And I like that they brought up like it like connected the worlds together. But it's like, oh my gosh, they're literally just buying these like kidnapped beast kids. And they're like, oh, we're gonna make you our maid until you get old enough. And then hey. Who knows what will happen then? And I was like, oh my gosh. And I thought even Rudius is like, it couldn't be. No, it probably is. Or it's, <laughs> so or it's like how Rudius made that statue of Roxy and it somehow made its way to like Roxy. Somehow. Just, can we talk about how much I love the fact he's like, this world doesn't have anime figurines. I gotta make my. I got <laughs> this, bro. Yo, yo, here we go. <laughs> Actually, big brain moment though, you know? And they're, like, uh, they're being treated as like god tier art over. Listen, I'm calling this right now. At the end of this series, when Rudius has his 12 wives, I don't know how he's gonna get 12, but he's gonna have 12. He's, he's gonna, gonna retire. He he's gonna retire as an hair. anime. He's gonna he's gonna retire as an anime figure uh seller. That's how yeah. he's gonna do it. I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it. Yeah. I'm hundred percent that's what's gonna happen. This will somehow be the show where he gets married to Eris and Sylphie and Roxy and every other person who gets introduced who could be part of his harem. Like we're all a big happy family, you guys. Yeah. Uh, who says neat kids do do well? Who um, said who says we can't be Alabama here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's scene that all makes right. me happy. Why all don't right. we move on to the last character we're talking about? Uh, Mr. Ruizard. Well, you got this picture of him. Okay. This was really the only picture of him that was like not a scene from I- the show. Okay. So it just made it the easiest to use. Uh, so Ruiger is also a demon, but he is a very scary demon called a Superd. Yes, yeah, Superd are the demons they warn children with at night about up. If you see one, they will eat you alive. Eat you alive, yes. And their distinction is they all have green hair and like a red gem on their forehead. As you can see here, yep. Yeah. Uh and uh when the, the big thing happens that we'll talk about in a moment, uh the big thing, yes. Ruiger t- meets with somebody special who's like, hey, you're going to meet this guy. He's a superb, but you should help him out. And he's like, wait, what? Don't they like hurt people? Oh, just help out the superb and you'll be fine. And he's like, okay. Um, and that's where we meet Ruiger and we find out that Ruiger doesn't like the perception of the superbs and kind of tells Rudius the backstory is like how it came to be and why people think that. Um, but he wants to change that. But the problem is, they take one no. look at him and most people run away from him because they're just right. they're just immediately like he's gonna kill me and try to eat me because that's what all superds do, kind of deal. Um so Rudius tries to help him out, but also Rudy Jerd sees Rudy and Aris kind of alone on their own and he knows they're kids and he doesn't want kids to be stuck in this really dangerous world alone. So he wants to his goal is to take them back to their home place. Like he wants to help them out, help them get there. Um, and so we kind of have this like kinship, like kind of party of three between all of them. That's a lot of fun to to watch. It is um, indeed. Yeah, we got the the two kids uh, who are trying to find their way back to home. home. Yeah. yeah, and then the big guy who's trying to clear his name, and you know, 
we yeah. get to see them grow together as a group and as friends and as people as well. So, yeah. And we see that uh, Rougeur particularly is known as a really nasty superb. Uh, he has the nickname called the dead end because they kill these like huge like beasts and like anytime anyone tries to like attack him, they're just like dead. So it's like, Oh, he's dead end. Oh, watch out for him. We even see when they're finally getting to their first town that people had heard there had been dead end sightings in the wilderness, like around there. So they were like checking everyone to make sure they weren't letting dead end come in with them. Um, but I also find it funny that the only way they have to like hide him to get into place is just dye his hair a different color. It's like, oh, you're not a superb. Your hair's not green. And it's like, yeah. what? Like, Which just goes to so it's just a perception thing that makes people yeah. afraid. You know, it's yeah. if they knew he was a superb right away from the get go, they'd be afraid. But yeah. if they doesn't look the part, then, you know, it's not going to happen. I do like that his final solution, so he didn't have to worry about like the hair dye, was just shave off his hair, and then they put the like headband over the jam, and like, oh, he's I just a guy. Look, I think he looks a lot cooler with the with the head oh, he shave, does. honestly. And like the animate, like the art and animation of the show is terrific. But the only time it bugged me was when Ruizard had the green hair. There's like an episode, episode and a half that when he has it, you can tell they didn't put like as much effort into the, like his hair because I knew it would be gone later. It was a few times where it looks really weird, in my opinion, on like the backgrounds and stuff. I, uh, I never looked at that. I, I guess uh, I'm not too busy. It just, it just stuck out to me at one part. They're like walking through the desert and like everything's like really nice looking. And then the hair looks like the old like 80s and 90s animation where the rock that moves is a completely brighter color than everything else and just like rolls down. Like it just like slightly less like quality, way brighter color than everything else. So you know something's going to happen with it. And they did that with the hair like in like a scene and like an episode and a half. And I was just like, I. That was a little weird, but otherwise the show also just looks amazing. They did a really good job with it. But yeah, there was. Oh so yeah. I was kind of glad when it was gone. like it looks, it looks better. It just looks better. Um, no hair is the way to go. Bald yeah. is beautiful, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Bald is beautiful. Uh, but I really enjoyed Richard. I like hearing his backstory. I like the kind of impact he has with both Eris and Rudy on their adventure together. And like all um, of their just like mm -hmm. com camaraderie and bonds is just yeah. really nice to see. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I really, I really dug him. I hope we see more of him. I won't say if we will or not. Uh, but how the season ended, we may or may not. But I hope he comes back. He'll probably come back. Yeah, he come back. I feel like it's probably more of those things. There's gonna be like a couple arcs, and then they'll eventually like run into him again, potentially. Um, oh, but I really, I, I really liked him as a character. I, like I said, I hope, I hope he's like gone. But yeah. Uh, anything else we want to talk about him, or shall we move on to the openings and the endings? Well, yeah, I'm all good with Ruger, but uh, I want, why don't we talk about some of our personal favorite characters that you know aren't really major True. ones? I um, just want to say I really like all of uh, Rudius's family. I like uh, the, I, li I like Paul. I like the, the mom, and I like the mage that they all have. I think they're all really sweet because yeah. they they have like a big problem. I guess I'll just talk about it. But basically. Yeah. Paul kind of like cheats on his wife and has like sex with the maid. And they're basically at the time when uh, Zenith, the mother, she announces yep. she's having, having a second child. Literally at the same time, the maid announces she's going to have a child. And yep. it causes like a really big drama in the family and stuff. And things are really bad. And it's actually thanks to Rudius that uh, uh, she she gets to stay because yep. originally she was going to go back to her hometown, but she wouldn't be able to survive because of, you know, being in labor yeah. and stuff. So it was really thanks to Rudius because, you know, she kind of like made his mom like understand like, hey, it's not really her fault that she's having a baby. Uh, it's kind of Paul's fault for doing the thing. But then we realized, then we find out that Liz was the one who kind of like caused it in the first place. 
yeah. in a sense. It was kind of like a whole fuck situation regardless. But uh, Lilith is like really thankful to Rudius for like sticking up for her despite. And, and that leads to one of my, one of my, one of my funny parts later down the yeah. line. Um, yeah. I really like that. I really, I, really, I really liked like the whole family thing. Like, honestly, if the whole show was just a family, I would have been like hundred percent, like down with that. It would have oh, been like, so I'd awesome. have been fine with it too. Uh, yeah. I really liked it. And that was a part of the moment, like kind of highlighting what I kind of like about the fact he's born again as a kid, but still kind of has his memories. He's able to know that like, especially in this time frame, because the whole deal is that like, Lilia was going to wait until Zenith had her kid and then she would leave because she didn't want to be like a hindrance on them or whatever, uh, you know, being the maid and all. No, I thought I thought it was Lilia was going to leave with the baby and give birth in her town. Uh, So she had said she was going to help Zenith give birth and then she was going to leave is what I had heard. I I remember. Well, either way, Uh, either either situation is kind of fucked regardless. Yeah, and then Paul is just like, but can you like if you're going alone can you even make it to your hometown being pregnant on the road and it's like well i don't know and then it's like you might give birth there and rudy realized that even if she waited till she had the baby and then left traveling with the baby would be pretty much assume like you're Didn't pretty much sure you're gonna die on the way as well would have been winter yeah. as well would have really cold yeah and um, no so rudy is like all right i'm gonna step in here and he realizes that as a kid he can sway the mom's opinion easier the, without the like, real getting man in trouble. of the house. The yeah. real man of the house. So right he's just there, like yeah. he's like, well, why does she have to leave? Doesn't that just mean I get to have two little like two little uh, brothers or sisters? And that like he's trying to be like, well, why did trying to play like this naive kid of like, well, why does she have to leave? Like, can't <laughs> it's we all, just have even it's more? All dad's fault. It's yeah, all I dad's just, fault. Yeah, I can even just have more kids here. But yeah, he can like blames the dad, but he uses his like childish charm to like sway over the mom to understanding that like. Lilia wasn't really, as far as we know, the reason to ask for it. It happened. But why does she have to be punished for things the dad did kind of deal and kind of smooth it over? But yeah, I really liked it because that's just kind of him realizing like, all right, Paul, I don't like you. You're not a great role model, but uh, I kind of need you here. So uh, here, let me fix this for you. Let's <laughs> like, fix, let me fix like, your family. Let me fix this. Um, me he kind of keeps them family. all together. Um, I also really like the younger sisters, what little we get to see them. I thought they were a lot. Of oh fun. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, both, I think I prefer, we see Lilia's kid more than we see Zenith's kid. So I like her a little bit more, but we had a little more screen time with her. Uh, I like that. Uh, he's, uh, Lilia's he's, kid was very smart. Yes. Yeah. And I like how we were told, he was told not to tell her that he's her older brother and he doesn't know why, but he, he follows that or whatever. Like, and then it's like, Oh, well, don't you have an older brother too? Yeah, but he is terrible. I saw something that my mom said is his greatest treasure, and I opened it up, and it's underwear. Ladies' underwear. I can't believe him. And I was like, oh, this is why they t- warned him not to. But then at the end, she figures out he's the brother, and he kind of says this thing about uh, he gives her like a memento or whatever, and he kind of explains why mementos are important, and she kind of like gets that like, even though like she was totally right the first time, and it was just him being pervy that he kept his master's underwear she kind of was like, oh, he wanted this memento so he doesn't forget about her or whatever, and she left it behind, and so she kind of, like, forgives him for it. Um, but I liked her a lot. She was a lot of fun. Um, it's just to have, like, in there for, like, the episode or two she was there. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I hope we get to see more with them in the future. I kind of hope there's a, kind of, like, another, like, family scene or two. Uh, uh, hopefully in, there will in the be. the future seasons. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, otherwise, uh, Roxy was one I really liked. Uh, I liked Sylphie, but I feel like I didn't really get to see enough we of her get to really of her. like have a, like a full opinion on if I really. I really liked uh, what is it, Galane? 
the uh, is pretty great. The really beast woman, swords woman, because we see that she's like a really. I think she's like what a sword god or a sword king. Sword king. She's a sword king level, yeah. and uh, you know uh, she's a really she's really strong. We get to see her power like this one point where Rudius and Eris get like kidnapped or something, and we get to see her power there. But uh, uh, it's really cool because technically Rudius is also teaching her magic, so we can see like this really strong person isn't like mm-hmm. as strong as we think, and she's like learning reading and writing and magic yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, it's she really trained cool. in the sword, but she never trained in like uh, anything like typical like education. So it's like, hey, you're teaching Ares, but you're also going to teach Glaine because she wants to know as well. So might as well do them together. Um, and then like later in the anime, uh, Rudius visits like her village, and you mm-hmm. know she meets like I think with her brother, right? And yeah. uh, basically, you know, she his brother kind of like doesn't like her her that much because she kind of like deserted the village and isn't really that smart and stuff. But Rudius tells her like, "Hey, you know, she's changed. People can change, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you should you give her another chance." And you know, because of that, the good things happen. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. But uh, I really liked Galen as well. She was really a nice character. We didn't see much of her, but what we did see was really good. Yeah, I, I did like her brother as a character. I thought it made sense because he kind of explains like the backstory and why no one there really thinks highly of Ghislaine and he's like but that's not anything that she is now at all like she's a sword king and she's done this and that and like kind of there she's I trying to also, shape herself for the better yeah yeah I wasn't a huge fan of the character but I did like the relationship that Tona and Eris had Tona is uh the brother's daughter and Ghislaine's niece um the little oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I little, yeah I liked I liked their kind of like bonding and relationship they had during that little bit of an arc I thought that was a lot of fun to watch it was um, nice you know as I said I have like a little friend there you know yeah and you know they get all upset because technically if you really think about it that's like kind of Eris's like only friend besides Brady like, pretty uh, much yeah Rudius so yeah. so it's really nice to see like something like that happen mm-hmm. and stuff you know uh I, I mean it was really nice to see uh what else who else was a really fun character uh you know that guy who got uh when so basically uh what rudius there's this one point where he like saves these like beast kids from being like enslaved and stuff from like these like slavers and stuff and you know he goes back and he sees this dog he goes to get the dog and he gets uh captured by the actual beast people and he gets uh you know he's trapped there and then there's that guy who comes in as well and uh, he's also kind of trapped there because he, he had gambling problems, he said. Oh, and, yeah, the, the adventuring guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he was friends with Paul. He was, like, yeah. he was friends with Paul. I forget his name, but he was, he was actually a really good character. We didn't see that much of him, but it was because of him that uh, something happens later with Paul mm-hmm. and Rudius. And it's because of him talking to Paul, like, hey, you know. Maybe you should like calm down and like think, like think ease through. up on him a little bit. Yeah, like let me see if I could find his name. Yeah, um, so th- that that character brought up a weird inconsistency for me though, and it didn't are. really bother me, but I was just confused. So they, so we have uh, Glane's brother when uh, after Rudy saves the dog, and is leaving to go back and meet up with the kids and uh, Rudy. His name is Geese. Geese. That's right. I knew it was something like that. Um, but uh, they end up capturing him because they think Rudy was part of the slavers and then trapped the dog, who's like their guardian spirit or whatever. Uh, but they throw him in prison. But they take like all of his clothes and everything. So he's just like there naked. He's like chilling in this prison cell. And then they throw geese in. The geese is still like fully clothed. And I was like, what is it a difference of like severities that one can't have even like clothes on them and the other one does? It was just weird. I was like, why is this like a big inconsistent? Like, why is it different for both of them? But, yeah, that was, I enjoyed geese's character. He was a lot of fun. I like how even though he wasn't officially part of their party, he still calls Rudy boss. He's like, oh, hey, yeah. Boss. 
<laughs> like even at the end, like, when like, we have like the little epilogue, he still was like, "Man, boss could just make it rain right now." But yeah, he's he not here. Right <laughs> that's actually that's actually I want to talk about that like the last episode a yeah. lot when we get to like our favorite moments. But I guess uh, that's all for characters that I yeah. found were interesting. Maybe there'll be some characters if you watch the show that you might like more. What about you? Are there any other characters you lo- you liked as well? I've hit on pretty much all the important ones. Uh, all the other characters I can think of off the top of my head. Were Are you probably saying like, you didn't like the really big woman who had sex with like 10 people at once in Roxy's party? Oh, that chick. <laughs> I did like that Roxy kept like walking in on her and just like blasting her through the window. And she was like, funny. hey, you just need to get used to it. I'm going to keep it's doing funny. it. And it's like, you shouldn't. But I'm going to. It's like, well, then I'm going to keep blasting you if you do it where I can see you. But that's part of the fun. And it's just like, okay. Um, yeah. I kind of I kind of feel bad for the like, stockier guy the guy who almost looks like a dwarf he was not a, a dwarf, dwarf guy, yeah yeah because like he really didn't get to really do much of anything so it was always just roxy and then the lady who was just sleeping with everybody she found um but yeah uh oh also i guess i kind of liked the the demon emperor or whatever her name was the pink hair oh girl yeah that's like a really weird name i really liked her too because we also saw her at the end and she gave rudius like a demon eye it was really fun yeah, like uh, what was it like Lilica something? Or, I don't remember. Let but, me. Uh, hold on. I, 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 I fast I, enough. I, it was hard to catch her name. Episode uh, twelve. Was, I thought she was uh, going to be a bigger player than she ended up being. So it was a part. Yeah, where something happened. You see all these like people who you can tell are going to be big players. She'll probably just, like, be like there later. And then she just like yeah. shows up and is like, "Hey, you saved me. I'm giving you a demon eye." And then she disappears. And she later shows up challenging like Roxy to her party like a drinking. Mm-hmm game Kishirika like, Kishirisu that's yeah, Kishirisu. that's a really like confusing name yeah so that five times fast Jesus yeah it was gosh it was just like that she shows up loses and then Roxy has to buy, pay her buy her out of like the thing I mean I guess like that scene was important because of what she kind of like what Roxy asked for her favor to be or whatever is like repayment is definitely going to pay off in season two I feel um I feel like that was all just like set up yeah, I was like, the way they introduced her originally, I was like, oh, she's going to be, like, really important. And then, like, she shows up, like, twice, probably not even on screen for, like, 15 minutes in the whole show. And it's like, okay. Um, but she was somewhat interesting, but I want to see more of her before I, like, have, like, a, an opinion. I feel like we'll definitely see more of her, 100%. Yeah. yeah. All right. Player. Well, what are we talking about the openings and the endings then, huh? Yeah. So the openings don't have, like, an opening scene, and I kind mm-hmm. of liked it. I kind of liked the opening just plays in with like more of like a montage yeah. of what's going on. It gave it its own kind of style, but it felt, it didn't feel like jarring or anything. Like some shows can be a little bit weird that all of a sudden it just cuts to an opening. If it wasn't like at the very start, it was a kind of nice way of like, they have the scene or two at the beginning. Then they kind of have the opening that kind of ties in what they're doing in between the scenes you need to know about. Um, listen, I think what, everybody yeah. pop quiz, to everybody listening to this episode. Can you guess? How many openings this anime has for season one? Listen, if you guess this right, I I will give you a high five in person. Oh, in person. You will fly to wherever these people are and give them a high five. Listen. No, no. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. Listen, if you guess five openings, you would be correct. That's right. There are five openings to this. They're all sung by the same person. Mm Mm-hmm. Allow me to read them all off. The first opening is called The Traveler's Song. The second opening is called The Awakening Song. The third opening is called The Inheritance Song. 
The fourth opening is called The Prayer Song. And the fifth one, this is this is my personal favorite. This is my personal favorite. It's called the Distant Child Guard Song. Yes, yep. yes, yes. I, I thought they all sounded the exact same. Yeah, we, we kind of talked about this beforehand. But yeah, I thought there was like one or two. Because at one part, I thought the lyrics were a little bit different. But they all kind of had the same like tone and sound to them. I thought um, it was just one, and they just took, took like parts from like the the song, like, like just like one so multiverse yeah. song, and they just took like different yeah, verses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it possibly could have been. But... Well, I said there's five openings. Let me yeah. let me go on YouTube real quick. Hold on. So the first one's called the Traveler's Song. Let me type in Mushoko Tensei Traveler's Song. How long is this? Uh... Five minutes and 58 seconds for the Traveler song. Let me type in the Awakening song. Awakening song. I Overall, I like them and they fit, but it's not going to be anything I re-listen to. Like, it fits the vibe of going through the show, but it's not something I'm just okay. going like, to no, I'm, I'm just not going to even bother with this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, No, I agree with that. I wouldn't probably listen to them. I'd probably listen to the first ending theme because I really like the ending theme more. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the ending theme was really good the first one is i like a lot more than the second one so, i think i'd agree with that uh, but that first ending theme is called only 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 listen to this song yep and the second there one is called go. the way to go with the wind and, and i like just, them both but just i think everybody I listening well. who knows all of the openings and all of the ending themes are sung by one person which is mm-hmm. yuiko ohara so thank and you and i like when animes do that it kind of gives it its own vibe Oh yeah, absolutely. I agree like, with that. That was one of the things I liked about Croco's basketball. Grand Rodeo always did all the openings. Um, so like it was kind of nice. Like, oh, here's another Grand Rodeo song. It kind of gave it its vibe. Until we got to that, like, you know, flashback arc, and then it was, I think, old codex, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like that when they stick to just one or two people to do it because it just kind of gives it its own vibe, its own feel. So I really like that. I thought it was really nice. But yeah, the openings, nothing to really remember. Uh the endings were pretty good. Listen to them if you want to. Yeah, I, I was listening to the first ending theme a few days ago myself on my way to work. So mm-hmm. I, I it's a really fun time. I really enjoy it all. You know, it's a, it's really good. Yeah. I think it's really good. Hopefully, uh, I'm not sure if season two. I feel like season two would probably have an opening. Because I feel like the reason why there wasn't an opening for this season was because it would be really hard to do. Because technically, like, it's Rudy is growing up. Right? Yeah. So the only consistent part I could see there being an opening is, like, the second half. But I don't, I'm not sure how long uh, for season two, like how long much of Rudius's life it will be. But uh, even if they don't yeah. do an opening, I'll still be fine with how they did it for this season. And they probably will do it that way and just give it ending themes like they did all yeah. like for season one. So I'll be yeah. fine with that regardless. So from what I've I've heard, the first season covers like the first fourth of the series and the series is done. So I'm assuming like oh, the series is done. Yeah, the series is finished. Like it finished a few years, several years ago. Uh, oh so, like, wow! The whole series is like completed. Um, so yeah, the the people who've read the light novel say this covers like the first fourth. So they're assuming it'll probably be like four seasons long. Because um, we knew when they got picked up, it was pretty much they picked up. They created the studio just to make like Mushoko Tensei. So they pretty much were aware like unless it bombed, we were probably going to get like the whole series. Um, but uh, I did see a spoiler on Rudius's age, so I kind of know like of where when the There's series ends. Like five light at. novels, no way. Yeah, I kind of want to read them. I'm I'm interested enough in it. I would like to buy them when I have the it, money. It, it looks like only nine, sorry, twenty of them are physical in English. 
Well, yeah. looks like uh, right now only six, 17 of them are out. Number, mm -hmm. number. Oh, I'm sorry, 17 of them are out. No, 17 comes out July 19th. Yeah. Uh, They're all getting the, translated to English currently. They're not all out here, but the series in Japan has finished. Um, oh yeah, it finished in 2021 actually. So it finished. Yeah. Uh, it finished last year, mm -hmm. I guess. Yep. Oh wow, yeah. Okay, well, wow, there's actually a year between 24 and 25. That's funny. Oh, how ironic. This also started on my birthday. Oh. The, the first light novel came – it was originally a web novel. So mm -hmm. uh, the, the very first light novel came out January 24th, same as ReZero. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I heard about this one. <laughs> I was reading that essentially when it was just a web novel, it was essentially put on like – the Japanese version of Wattpad. Do you know what Wattpad is? I do know what Wattpad is, yes. Yeah, so I heard it was essentially just, like, put on there, and then I guess it got well enough, it got picked up, hey, and put it into the light novels, so. That's how you get recognized, and yep. more power to it, yeah, exactly. I've not used Wattpad, but, like, when I what little I looked at it, it didn't really look like most of the writing on there would be something I would be interested in. No. Uh, some people gotta find some place somewhere, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who knows? <laughs> If yeah. anyone's listening to this and there's a story I should check out on Wattpad, let me know. I'm I'm yeah. I, I'm down to read it. Just you're going to a... read, if you're going to read stuff on Wattpad over Ruby fan fiction, I will punch you. <laughs> I'm just telling you that right now. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should just have you record Listen, Ruby. If you ever want to read videos, to me, okay? Okay, okay. Uh, but no, I had a I had a high school friend who uh is not, has self published several of her own books, and she uses Wattpad as like her first drafting and stuff to kind of get like opinions on it, and then she actually like takes it off when she publishes it. I mean, that's the only reason I even know what it is. Was she asked if I could give her an opinion on on one of her chapters once. I was like, sure. And then like I looked and I was like, none of the, none of the stuff really looks like anything I want to read. Uh, but that's been several years ago. Who knows? But yeah. All right. Well, why don't we move on to uh, some of our favorite moments from the show? Sure. 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 All right. Uh, I already told, talked about the moment where he was a little and didn't realize how little mana he had, and he wet himself that was that yeah. i don't know why that memory that one just sticks with me but i just still find it hilarious and i love it um i really like this some of the things we already talked about the so i get so i guess from at this point we're getting to some big spoiler some spoilers yeah. of the show so if you are content with what we've talked about at this point you're welcome to hop out yep. and then or just skip to the end to find out what we're going to be recording next week mm -hmm. or next two weeks from now i should yep. say so yeah, we, we we need to get better about that. We've been saying like next week all morning. It's two weeks. Have we been saying next week? Oh wow, I haven't even uh, noticed. Before we started recording, happened. we were. Um, but oh. yeah, uh, we haven't said it. I don't think since we started recording. Okay, hey, whatever. Next time we upload, I we should say yes. change it to next that. Next upload. Next upload. But uh, anyway, uh, I mean, I, I really like the ending, but I'd rather save that for last. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say, uh, so something big that happens is there's this thing called a big the big mana disaster where this big mana gets like sent all over and like people and like buildings get people get like teleported and houses get destroyed. Yeah. And uh, because of that, a lot of people get scattered. Uh, we find out that uh, we find out that Rudius and Eris get sent to like somewhere in the demon continent. Mm -hmm. And uh, we don't find out till a few episodes later, but we find out everyone of Rudius's family also gets teleported as well yeah. to like other places. And Paul's like looking for them all, you know? So, uh, so that's kind of really bad and mm -hmm. stuff. So Rudius is basically trying to bring Eris back home, but on the way he does meet Paul and he finds out his whole, all his family and Sylphie are all like, uh, you know, missing and stuff and they don't know where they are, which causes a big thing. Well, that's not the, my favorite moment. My favorite moment, one of my favorite moments 
uh you're gonna you're gonna you probably know the exact thing is is when uh he he meets with lilith again uh and uh oh. you know Lilith and the daughter and uh you know af- basically after what happened in uh the beginning when uh rudius defended her you know Lilith said that like oh i always hated you as a kid but because of you doing this for me i'm really thankful so mm-hmm. she's like really happy and, and and it was really funny because rudius like she, she's like oh i brought your most prized possession and yeah. it's really just like roxy's panties and like the chest and i'm just like what the hell why is she it also it also had the why is she personally why is she personally carrying that so that means she had that with her before she teleported as yeah. well <laughs> that's so funny well it, you see oh, you see yeah. like flashbacks like kind of like it would cut over to what they're doing occasionally and like there was a few times like she was you'd see her like holding it and looking in it and I guess, like, just, like, remembering, like, Rudy while he's not there. But yeah, it was but it's, really like, weird. I she was, like, holding it right before then. But, you know, yeah. it, it was still funny. It was still funny to, to just yeah. see it like that regardless. But uh, I really like that because Rudy's just like, what the heck? Why do you have this? Oh, my God. It was so good. It really made yeah. me laugh. I really liked that moment. It was pretty funny. And I like that that's why his sister doesn't like him is because she knew the mom had it and looked in it when she wasn't supposed to it's like oh he just had a ladies girls panties oh probably no probably someone who's only like 14 or something oh that per oh man it was like oh okay um yeah uh the only thing i don't like about the mana disaster is like some people got teleported some people did not it's like what was the criteria for people getting transported no i think everybody i think everybody got teleported I don't know. It just it's everyone made, who got it, caught in it. That is, yeah. But that, but yeah, there'd be some places that like only part of it got caught in it, but yet the rest of the town is still destroyed. Like I don't. It didn't really make like complete sense to me how they handled some of it. It's but. a disaster. I don't know. Yeah. Well, wait, wait till we find I mean, out. It doesn't have purpose, to make though. sense. I just would have liked to have known like a little clarification because some people well, sounded like, oh well, yeah, we just stayed thing, here the whole well, time. Well, that's the thing. People don't know. It's not like yeah. it's something that happens regularly. It's something that's yeah. new to everybody, even in the series. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure we'll get more on it as the show yeah. goes on. We'll probably, I'll, we'll probably find out someone caused it on purpose or yeah. something. So yeah. uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, well. and I, I do like that. I do like that they held uh, Eris's grandfather responsible for not like trying to do something about it. Um, but I do think if I heard correctly in there that the guy who was like executing him for not handling it correctly, I do think was the other like Rotos Gray Rat who was the reason they were supposed to keep Rudius like a secret. Yeah. Um, so I like the fact that it's like sounds like they kind of just want to take over that area of the land, and so oh hey. This thing none of us know anything about. He handled it incorrectly because he didn't know what it was. Let's just perfect kill him way, for it. Way to do it, yeah. Politics, yeah. Man. yeah. So I, I do like that it set it up, kind of like the like kind of the realistic like medieval like political scape of like I'm trying to get all the gray rat territory if I can. So he- oh hey, you really goofed up, my friend. This shouldn't have happened. It's on you. Goodbye. Um, and like bye with like a brain knows like nobody knew what the hell this was. Like, nobody knew how to stop it or how to prevent it. It, it just happened. Um, but, yeah, it, they were able to use that as leverage. I thought I enjoyed that scene, but also hated that scene because it's like, he really didn't do anything wrong. Even if he knew what it was, how was he supposed to stop it? Like, cause it was kind of like, we don't know how this happens, but occasionally it does. Kind of, maybe, who knows? But yeah, it, uh, I enjoyed that that aspect of it. Um I'm trying to think there's another scene that I thought of that I can't think of right now off the top of my head. 
Well, while you're thinking of that, I'll say one of my other favorite scenes, yeah. and that would be the scene where uh, basically uh, lots of things happen. Yes, which mm-hmm. is the whole show. Yes, that's my whole favorite part. Okay, no, but really, uh, my favorite. What I, I really like uh, the 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 scene. So basically, uh, this is after Paul. This is when Rudius and Paul meet up after the whole Amanda disaster thing, and you know they basically have like a big falling out. Because Paul's, it's kind of, it's definitely Paul's fault. All Paul's fault, hundred percent. But uh, you know, uh, he's he kind of makes Rudy feel bad. Like, hey, you've been having fun. Well, I've been searching for our family. How come you didn't get my letter? How come you haven't been searching? You're just goofing off and stuff. They have a little fight. Yeah. In the next episode, they kind of like reconcile, and it's really good because you know, Paul realizes that he's been like really focused. And like finding everyone, which is really a good thing, but he's not like really taking care of himself. He's not like focusing on himself. You see, his like beard is like really bad. He hasn't really shaved. Uh, his he's eyes, got like huge dark circles under his eyes. You can tell he's not really sleeping. Not really sleeping well and stuff. He's drinking so. a lot. You constantly yeah. just see him drinking. Yeah, so it was really good to have that moment, you know, yeah. where basically uh, they got together, they hugged, they both cried. It was it was really good, and I really like. Uh, like family moments like that that are really cool because it's not only good for for Paul but it's also good for Rudyth because you know he's having like a really big bond with his father when he didn't really have that bond with his father yeah. or mother in the last his last life as well mm-hmm. so it was really good that you know they were able to get over like that fight they had and you know get back to being like a good family so I really like that any like family moment like that is really good so yeah that I, I really like this moment too and I like it because you find out the dad's never considered Rudy a kid. The fact that he still has all his memories from being like 30 in his thirties, he's always been smarter and he's not really behaved as a kid because mentally he still has all his memories and kind of mentality from there. So like he, he's like, you know, Rudy's telling him this story, trying to embellish things to make it sound even better. So his dad will be proud of him. But the dad's like, you're just goofing off. Like this big disaster happened and you don't care. You're just trying to get home. Then at the same time, like Rudy is still a kid who got stuck in one of the most like deadliest continents there is. Yeah, he exactly. Made he it got through really alive. He got then, lucky. Yeah. He met uh Ruger. Ruger. Yeah. He would have been like, dead. You didn't even have trouble with it. He's like, yes, we did. But then I also like that Rudy's reflected. He's like, I actually really didn't. We had Ruger with us. We didn't really struggle at all. We just got rid of whatever was on our way and moved on. Um, but uh yeah, but I like that he's like, I've left messages for you. Why didn't you check them? Well, I didn't think to check for it, you know, and it's like kind of like things he that a kid wouldn't necessarily yeah. think about. And he's like, I didn't know that everybody got teleported. It's like, well, why didn't you ask? Like, word How got around you? about it, you know, and it's like, he think about it. And it's kind of one of those things of like, the dad's never considered him a kid due to how mature he's been. But Rudy is, is still technically a kid who was just more focused on getting home and less about like, how did it affect everyone else? But it was a nice moment because, yeah, Paul should have been a little bit easier on him. Paul wasn't even looking for him because he assumed Rudy would be fine on his own. Um, but yeah, it was like one, you weren't even really looking for him when you still should have like had a priority of looking for him, even though I understand why he didn't. It was like, but then you're treating him as an adult when he's still technically like what, like 10 or 11 at that point of the story. Um, but yeah, then it's like, I like, it's kind of like a realization for both. Like Rudy's never acted like a kid, so he doesn't treat him like a kid, but he still is a kid. And the time when he actually like acts like a kid and doesn't have the foresight to think of it is when he really probably should have not done that. But yeah, I really liked it. It really delved into both their sides of thinking and how they disagreed. And he even said, he's like, well, I made it sound better because I wanted you to think I was fine. Like he didn't want the dad to worry about him. Exactly. And then the dad yeah, just got yeah. mad because he wasn't worried about him in the first place. He just wanted him to start looking for everybody else. But yeah. Like 
oh the moment where he's like your mother your like your mom your sisters and lily are all missing we don't know where they are like it's like and you're just gallivanting around having adventures because you can have adventures and oh i've heard about your party yeah you're this group right yeah oh sounds like you're doing so great for yourself you know kind of deal like i really like it, it was just a lot of fun i agree it was a really great scene of them kind of hashing yeah. it out there was and i like how guy. even when they leave that sister still isn't really sure if she likes him or not because she was fighting with the dad and trying to steal from the survivors when he didn't realize they were survivors because he saw someone getting kidnapped. So he assumed they were bad guys. It was like, oh no, we were kidnapping him from people who were trying to enslave him. And it's like, oh, oops, my bad. Sorry. You know, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it was, I really enjoyed it. It was a great maturity moment for both. And they both kind of have to like realize what the other one's doing and kind of understand each other and move on about it. I mean, I really like the geese helped out. He's like, he is still a kid. Oh, but he's never acted like a kid. Yeah, but he is. You know, it's like. He's still a kid. He still is. Yeah, it's like. Even though technically he's not, but he is. Yeah. He's a kid. But that was one of the and immaturity he never he had really had the other he world. Never really had a, he never really had a, like a really, like, uh, that we saw. He never had a really good fa- close family as well. So this is like the first time he's ever been close with his family. Well, even if he had yeah. a close family, they didn't really try to push him into like getting out of his funk. Like. Because we see like the, in the flashbacks where, you know, they're like, oh, don't worry, we'll get those kids expelled. That's horrible. You know, we get you need time. So I feel like they're understanding and they're not necessarily like a bad family. But there should have come a point to where they had to like kind of like force him to leave his room. Even if it wasn't like leave the house, it was get out of your room for at least a few hours. Like interact, like make him at least come down. I and mean, eat dinner. he definitely you know? had like, to like eat dinner. How else would he eat? You know, they, he had were, they were the leaving food outside his room. Like there were several oh, times, no, like, no. oh, we're leaving food outside your room for you whenever you're hungry. But yeah, instead of being like, we're not leaving it out anymore. If you want to eat, you have to come down. Like, you know, like they, they could have like tried to make him come do more instead of just being like, well, things happen and he's still getting over. Like you, you can kind of help encourage him along on that. Um, but exactly. I mean, it's not necessarily their, I mean, they were his parents, but at the same time, like, they can't force him to get over things, but they could have tried to provide more incentives to help him they try to have, take more yeah. steps. They, they uh, weren't really good parents. Either, yeah. so. um, but also, I mean, he didn't go to their funeral and instead decided the hentai was more important at that time. But, you know. Uh, oh, Rudy. Oh, Rudy. Rudy. Um, I think we've covered all like the really like best moments of the show. Well, uh, I guess well, I really did. The ending. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I will say before we talk about the ending, I really did like when they go to the village that Roxy grew up at and they meet the the parent her parents. I really enjoyed that episode a lot too. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know why. Like it was just kind of like a fun thing to see. Like, oh yeah, this these are her parents and how's she doing? And oh, she never. The comes anime home. did that a lot. Yeah, like yeah. They did it with Rudy. They did it with Roxy. They did it with uh, Glane. They, they did it with. Uh... I guess that's really it, but they still did it yeah. quite a bit, so it's really fun. Then I like how like we don't really know why she wouldn't come home, but then that was nice. And when we get the episode of Roxy coming home, we find out why she doesn't come home good, and why it's episode, trouble yeah. for her. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the scenes with her parents. They were a lot of fun. Um, but yeah. Anyway, we can talk about the final episode. I, I want to talk about the final episode because I actually mm-hmm. really like the final episode a lot. For 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 one for for one big reason that's uh, we finally get to see Rudius's character like finally changed right we finally can see that he's definitely become a different person than what he used to be mm-hmm. 
So basically what happens is, uh, as we've mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, basically, you know, Aries is 15. She decides to have intercourse with uh, Rudeus. But right after that, she leaves and she leaves a note saying, I'm not really worthy of being with you now. So she kind of leaves. She leaves with Ghislaine, basically abandoning Rudeus. And, you know, this is after that they finally got home. So Rudeus also left as well to go, yeah. like, continue his way to, like, trying to clear his his uh he succeeded his mission he got the kids back home so time to pick up his old mission again well i would say friends at this point because even he even said that like they're not kids anymore you know yeah so i would say friends but you're you're not wrong about that but anyway you know he's kind of like all distraught and down and stuff you know and like he's like what am i gonna do what's he gonna do like you know Mm -hmm. and uh basically there's that guy who's like oh you have you should rebuild and stuff you know blah 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 you should help rebuild to like help you're not the only one suffering and stuff yeah. you know Ru- you know rudius is so like really sad and depressed and stuff and then we see like all the other characters uh we get the scene with the demon queen and roxy and you know she tells roxy that you know rudius is really depressed and roxy's yeah. like oh no but i know him he'll get over it oh yeah he'll find a way um, out of it he'll find a way out of it and we see like all these other characters like you see geese who's like oh if the boss was here he would, he would make it rain and stuff and we see like yeah. other things thinking of rudius and stuff and you know we see rudius and he's like he's all sound and distraught and he's like what am i gonna do and he remembers a scene from uh his family with his mother and like how his mother like really loves him and how like mm-hmm. he's like doing everything like take his mother and he literally has the one thought where it's like oh i still have to save my mother and with yeah. that he leaves the room and he yeah. goes out to sue it and that's where the anime ends like literally right yeah. there season one and i i really like that because again it shows that he's different from how he was back on the first the, before he he died mm-hmm. or you know something like that he wouldn't even like leave the house for his mother's funeral you know he wouldn't even leave yeah that. he would just stay home and do something like stupid like you know masturbate or something yeah so this it really shows that he's changed as a person that he really cares about his family he really cares about his relationships that he has and that he's gonna go out there and he's definitely gonna save his mother and i i really i really liked that it was like completely silent it wasn't really that it wasn't really that big but it was very impactful at the moment mm-hmm. if you've been watching rudy's life growing up with his, his second life growing up so far that he has so i really like the ending and it really makes me excited for season two i'm like i, I have no idea what's gonna happen uh so who knows I, i'm excited to see what will happen but i really like the ending i really like the last episode the last few minutes it was all really good yeah. would you agree with that yeah, I really like the last episode. I like the parallel too of Eris just leaving on him, gets him depressed again, which is essentially his whole issue he had in the last life he couldn't get over. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's basically also, it's also just a nice thing of like, okay, well now he's gotten really depressed in this world. How is he going to handle it? And we see him lay in bed for several days, and I like that the I don't remember his name, but like the butler kind of like yeah, that, the guy, the guy who I said he's you're not yeah. the only one suffering. Yeah, yeah, and I like how he comes. He's like, you need to do something. You can't just stay here. And he's like, oh, so you're kicking me out because you need more tents? He's like, no, we're not going to do that. Just know that like we all here are suffering to some extent. You know, we if you're going to be here, we really need your help. You know, like if you can do that for us. Um, because he even talked about like we're trying to rebuild, but we don't really have well, so it's making farming hard if it's not going to rain. And you know, Rudy can make it rain, or he can make wells for them with his magical talent because that would be very easy for him just to make a hole in the ground to find water like no big deal um but yeah, i really like how it that was really a great moment if he he's able to push back the one thing he couldn't break through the last time and kind of find a reason to move forward and the reason was because he saw us to find his mother yeah and, you know, he saw us to save his mother. He doesn't, we don't know what situation the mother's in. You know, everyone else is safe. We know Paul is safe with uh, with Zena's mm-hmm. uh, daughter. We know Lilia 
and uh, Lilia and uh, the, the, her daughter is safe as well. But uh, Zunus yeah. is the only one that's not safe, and it's because we don't even that. know exactly where she is. He's we don't fine. have like a rough idea. We have a rough idea. We don't. Yeah. I think it's like some sandy area. They said right. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's just because of that motivation, that like mm. that yearning to want to keep his family safe, that he takes a step out and he goes on si- silently, sadly, but he doesn't. And yeah. that just shows he's changed as a person. He's changed as a character. And I really like it. Yeah. I'm also really curious to see about Sylphie because we kind of see like a tease of her and sure hair is a different color and she looks like a grown up as opposed to still being like a kid kind of in that last little scene. Well, uh, she's like an elf, right? Yeah. She's like an elf. So probably elves just grow differently. I'm assuming. Maybe. But usually elves stay younger longer. So the fact it was like up all of a sudden she's got like white hair and she seems like a lot taller. I was like, all right, what's her deal? What happened with her? Like, this isn't just like her aging to 13. Like, yeah, I'm I'm very curious about what happens with that. Um, Because she is a character I'm very interested to know more about. We just got so little of her that it wasn't, you know, easy. Um, I guess one thing we should mention before we wrap up, and I don't think we're going to spend a lot of time on it, is just hit on the controversy that this has somewhat. It's kind of a love it or hate it kind of show. The controversy of the fact that uh he's technically a 30 year old and like a five-year-old's body yeah that's literally the gimmick of the show that's literally the gimmick i don't know how people can hate that if you don't like it stop watching after episode one yeah if it's not your thing but that's like the gimmick and it's because of that that we have a lot of situations that we like like the one with zenith being i'm Hmm. sorry the one with lilia not having to leave and being able to stay with the family make the family bigger and happier and everyone's you know they still hate paul but they get over that eventually, which is something you shouldn't, but that's not the point. Yeah. You know, it's because of Rudius that that happens. And it's because of Rudius that uh, Rudiger gets to start clearing his name. And, you know, there's like the scene at the end mm-hmm. with Rudiger saves the people. He literally tells them, like, he's a super, and they don't even freak out. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, hey, they're like, why would they freak out? You save lives. our lives. Like, it's because yeah. of Rudy making that choice to, you know, do something like yeah. that. It's because of Rudy's choice to study magic that he met Roxy, that he got to go train Eris, mm-hmm. that he got to go, you know, meet all the people he's met yeah. because of the fact that he still has his mind. If he yeah. was a kid, this would not be an isekai. It would literally just be a fantasy. I mean, it would still be an isekai because he would have gone to, like, a different world. But, yeah. No, uh, but that, that's not the point. It, it would just yeah. be – but he wouldn't have the memories to retain mm-hmm. it. So what would be the point? It wouldn't be an isekai yeah. if he didn't remember he was died before. It would just be a fantasy yeah. anime. So that literally – people who think this controversy – I think that's stupid. I think it fits perfectly well with the theme. I think it's really good and it's really interesting. And I really like it. Yes, maybe some of the pervertedness that the character has is weird. But that's not the concept's fault. That's the character for being a pervert. That's what I think. People who you told me about, the, and I didn't know about this controversy until you literally just told me. I think that's dumb. I think you shouldn't watch the show if it's that's not your cup of tea. Yeah, I, I looked. I heard about it before I started watching the show, but I know what it was. I just knew there was some stuff. But yeah, I was reading reviews for it just to see like opinions, uh, and it's. I, I genuinely think it's just due to how it's presented in the show and how they kind of have like the old Rudy, like or like former self is what they call him, I guess technically, like narrating like his thoughts all the time. That's uh, who he is. Yeah, I mean, he's he's reborn as a kid, so he is the age in his he is in his new self. But the fact that he narrates everything with like the mind of a thirty year old, and a lot of people say he's gets into like pedo territory. But also, like he he is the age he is in the new world. And yes, he's really perverted, and I have issues with how perverted he is. But that's the your problem with his character, not the concept. Yeah, but it is like, but he is still technically like six in this scene, hitting on another six year old. Like, 
which I don't think six-year-olds would like be hitting on each other just due to like how brains work at that age. But like he is still technically the age he is in the reborn body and not 30 in his old self. He's not going to like live till age 30 here and die because he's now 64 in the other life. Um, but yeah, just wanted to hit on it. I was like, I was like, something I hope you not. think would weird you out? Yeah, definitely don't watch it. You know, like definitely don't. Um, there yeah, are some yeah, other no, I, no, there, yeah. If, it, if it's not your thing, then the yeah. show is not for you, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't like. I, said, I don't think because he he is technically the age in the world, so he's not technically like in pedo territory. But I understand why people f- can feel that way. Uh, but the one I saw too, when I was looking through other reviews of people who didn't like it, if they were still watching after the first view and thought it was weird, they stopped after the scene where he feels up Eris while she's asleep and tries to take her underwear because it kind of gets played off as like a joke of like he got caught and punched. Oh dumb pervy rudy uh and a lot of people didn't appreciate how it was played off as more of like a joke when it was not cool at all well that's because um, of his pervertedness yeah i, I can yeah. understand why people would stop watching after that but i mean it's um, just a yeah. one-time thing and he never does it again hopefully yeah i don't think he and would. we even see like he's progressed late enough later on to where in the last episode where Aries is like hey let's sleep together he's even like she's really sad right now I feel like if I do this, I might be taking advantage of her. And he's even like, tries to like, start like, why do you want to do this? Why are, you know, we initially said when I was 15, if we were still interested, we would. And, you know, like he's trying to talk her out of it. So I feel like that's more or less just like part of the character progression he kind of goes through. Um, but yeah, it's just throwing it out there. If you think that's something that would like really bother you, don't watch it. I was a little weirded out of it at the beginning. Not gonna lie, but he grows enough over it that I I I I, cool I think I'm just used end. to that in anime. I think I'm just used to that in anime that I know it's a gag. I mean, yeah, it's it's strictly because he still has the thought process of thinking like a 30 year old when he's hitting on underage characters while he himself is still technically underage in the new world. So it's it it pretty much breaks under the camp of like he is six at this scene. Uh, but then other people are like he's in the bot. It really depends on if you view it as he is the age he is reborn or he is still a 34 year old just in the body of a kid it's and that's, that's kind of what the whole it's like literally just new process. game plus it's literally yeah. just new game plus if you don't like new game plus don't play new game pluses okay yeah and like i said we weren't gonna make like a huge deal out of it but present it because it is there explain it's what wrong. it is it's wrong and I, I honestly i can understand why people would yeah. stop watching after that but you know I, it's just uh people just blowing things out of proportion sometimes. there was one review that I saw that complained to that the fact Rudy's like five and hearing his parents banging like every night, but also this is medieval times. The walls aren't thick at all. That was just going to happen. I don't know why that was like a huge complaint. That's just like in real life too. So yeah, well, like, that's, just, that's just someone who grew up in a sheltered home. Ignore that comment. Yeah. Yeah. I was like that. No, like it's like no. that, that might happen sometimes regardless. You yeah. Literally hear that. Like I could probably hear people banging upstairs in my apartment right now. Yeah, it, it all just depends on where you're there and building techniques in medieval yeah. times that this is based on. Would not stop that. So, yeah, whatever. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, you know what? Hey, wanna... per- person who made that comment, yeah, guess yeah. what? People fuck. Get over yourself. Uh, um, but, yeah, anything else we want to say or before we wrap up and give well, our we can, opinions? Yeah, we can move on. Our opinion, you mean our ratings. Yeah, ratings. <laughs> Even literally our whole opinions, opinions. all yeah. hour and a half. Yeah, uh, I guess I should go first since I was the one who okay. recommended it. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to – I actually really, really like this show. I actually think it might be – I was actually thinking about it. I think it actually might be one of my top five favorite animes now. 
Okay. I really like a lot of things about it. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, just like ReZero, there's things I don't like about it. It's not the perfect show, but to me personally, I, I actually think it's really good. Uh, it does a lot of things right. The world building is really great. Like the like the like the magic and the sword skills are really cool. The characters are all really well done. Even the characters. Uh, we lost we, you for a second, Condor. Huh? What happened? Can't hear you. You can't hear me. Nope. You can't hear me. No. Uh, I'll go on. I'll go on and give mine while you're troubleshooting this real quick. Uh, while Condor fixes his technical issues. No. Not still not now. How about now? We can't hear you now. You can hear me now. I have no yeah. idea what happened. I'm so sorry about that. That's fine. Let me start. So, so you, I said it was my top five. So this is definitely going to be my like my top five anime now. And you know, uh, it has characters that are really well done. You know, uh, basically like things are really good. I lost my whole train of thought because of that. <laughs> Damn <laughs> it! Ah, I was going. I was doing so good. Ah, um, all the characters are done. Like even the characters I don't like, they're still like well done to not be liked. You know. They're not like you can just, understand like, their reasoning. I can understand their like, reasoning. Why'd he do that? I don't people get it. Like, yeah. People like that are like super realistic to me. So I really like that a lot. Um, the, and all the world building is great with the, uh, with like, you know, like how like the different languages, all the magic skills, uh, the world, the continents and stuff. And we're, we're still going to learn a lot more of it with season two coming out, which speaking of which freaking there today, as of recording this, probably by the time you watch, listen or watch this, uh, they'll have the teaser for season two out because they're showing it at AX. I, I think I mentioned that earlier, but I was mentioning it again. So I, I'll, hopefully it'll be available after this recording so I can watch it and see what's going to be happening because I'm excited for it. But I would definitely say this is in my top five anime. I'm not going to give it a 10 out of 10, obviously, because it's not perfect. I'd probably give it no. – I'd probably give it a, a, a high eight, a high eight out of 10. Uh, would I recommend okay. this for the first time watching, though? I probably would say no. Because I think the pervertedness would probably make people like irk away a little bit. I'd say get used to anime for a bit. Maybe watch a different isekai. Uh, I would probably recommend this as like a first isekai, hundred percent. But uh, for like a first anime, I definitely would not recommend this as a first anime. You probably like a second or a third anime, in my opinion. So I would definitely say like a high eight out of ten. Okay. That'd be my rating for the first season of Mushoku Tensei Jobless Reincarnation. Whoa. Wow. What about you? I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I really like it. I feel as far as Isekai's, it is definitely one of the better ones. Um, I'd say, like, as far as Isekai goes, this and Shield Hero are probably, like, my two favorite Isekai's. And, like, they're both for kind of different reasons. Um, I, I don't I don't think this is a good first anime. If, like, it, if it started kind of, like, midway through, probably it would have been okay. Um, but, yeah, the, the over perversion in the the beginning would probably turn off a lot of new people uh but i do i do appreciate like the story the animation's really well done i do like too that all of season one is entertaining but it also still feels like it's mainly set up for like everything to come in the future if that makes sense uh but i really i really enjoyed it the only thing i really didn't like was just like i said how perverted rudy was at the beginning it was kind of turning me off a little bit um, but besides that, that's not wouldn't knock off like too much. But I kinda agree. I don't know that I would give it a high eight, but probably like low to mid eight for me. Um kind of on the same track. I feel like otherwise this would easily be like a nine out of ten show, but I'm knocking off a point because I, I was a little turned off at the beginning. Um I mean the very first scene is the main character masturbating. I don't blame you. That and then like he's first born as a baby, realizes he's a baby, and it's like huh, 
Well, I mean, I just get to suck on huge tits for free. I'm not going to complain. It's like, you like that. You like that scene. You said, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was funny, but it also weirded me out. And I couldn't tell if I should be happy that I found it funny or disturbed that I found it funny. I think you need to reevaluate your standards, my friend. I think there's something wrong with you. If you thought, I thought it was funny because I knew it wasn't real. So obviously I mean, I know it's not real, but also it was just like, Oh, yeah. Damn it. So weird. Don't yeah, get butt well. Um, I'm really curious for what season two can do because I feel like depending on how they handle some things in season two, I could it could potentially just get better and better. Well, hopefully we'll get some more things on what happens with all mm-hmm. the uh the gray rat stuff, like how you know Eris's yeah. dad and grandfather got killed. Hopefully we'll get some some confirmation with that. Oh, uh, I don't know. Hopefully I just want I just want Rudius to find his mom. That's all I really care yeah. about, honestly. I just want to see that reunion. See all the family get back together again. Find his mom so we can go to magic school finally. <laughs> like, we need him to go to magic school. I don't know if he'll want to go to magic school after this. Who knows? At this point, probably not. Like, that, that ship's probably sailed. But uh, honestly, yeah. what he'll probably do is I'll probably say, like, he'll probably find his family. Everyone will be reunited and they'll probably spend like a year or two together. And then Rudius will probably. decide he'll want to go to magic school or something. Yeah. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. That thing with selfie at the end might change things. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't we tell? Why don't we wrap things up, there, buddy? All where can right. where can all the lovely listeners follow? Find so, us. So, if you want to keep up with us, you can find us on Twitter at Bird Bro Pod. We post updates about the show, occasional other tweets. Uh, we don't use it as much as we probably should, uh, but it's there. It's a good way to keep up to date with news. If we need to ever cancel an episode, delay an episode, you'll usually find out there but if you're like hey these guys seem pretty cool we just want to chat anime games whatever else you can pop in our discord for all you video watchers we've got that link on the screen and in the episode's video description all you audio listeners it is on the episode and show description on whatever podcast service you listen to copy and paste it in a browser get the invite and join in on all the fun that we have there and now condor it's time to announce what we're watching for the next episode. I don't even know. You said you used your choice. I have mm-hmm. no idea what it's going to be. This is going to be a genuine reaction. You said it you uh, said earlier. Uh, earlier, you said it was something I may have told you about. So Yes. Uh, do you want to take a guess as to what it might be? Just a random shot in the dark. Uh, well, something I told you about. No, I have no idea. Anytime. I have really cut the out again. Are you just like hitting the mute button? No, I can't hear you now. What? Anyway. No, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'll go ahead and say the show. No, 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 no. no. Fix your audio. He said you're waving audio listeners up. Now you're muted. Check the settings. Make sure your mic didn't just like go off. No, still can't hear you. Fuck. All right, Condor, you get one more shot. And if not, I'm just going to say what it is. Uh, unmute yourself. Can you hear me? I can. Yay. Okay, well, this is really ghetto, so I'm just going to... Since this is the end, I don't really care. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, we're, so we're ready. The, the show we're going to watch is Love After World Domination. I've never heard of this show. Your, your mic went out again, Condor. What is going on with you? <laughs> you are not having good audio today. I don't know no. what's happening. Anyway, well, can you we'll, hear me? We'll, no, I can't hear you at all. Uh, so anyway, we're not gonna worry about it. We're wrapping up. 
we're watching Love After World Domination. For those of you who haven't heard about it, it's a show where essentially the Red Power Ranger falls in love with the evil lady they're trying to defeat. Uh, it seems interesting, and I kind of want to watch it. So that's what we're going to watch. Anyway, this has been the first part of the podcast. And uh, until then, Condor is still silent. He's he's become a monk. Uh, no, we still cannot hear you. But in the end, this has been the Bird Brothers podcast. We're flying out. Have a great day.